Hello, lovely souls. It's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. We are just about to begin episode 23. Sorry, that's episode 23. It's August 31st, 2020, and another month has gone by. I don't know about you, but at the very end and beginning of each month, I like to um, clean my calendar, get a new calendar set up, and set intentions for the month. Um, I do that. I work towards those goals and those goals are all helping me with the bigger picture. Um, the bigger picture towards helping me be the best person I can be. And that's what today's episode is all about. Be you. Do you even know at this point in your life who you are? Think about that for a second. You know, most of us listening to this, you know, we're moms, we're wives or spouses we are daughters or sisters. We are friends. We are employees or entrepreneurs, or in some cases, we're both. Some of us listening to this podcast are all of those things. But within all of those titles, do you know what defines you? What makes you, you? I'm going to use the motherhood topic um, as we go through the examples today, but I really want you to put yourself in a very similar topic if that does not apply to you, because there are three different stages in our lives where we really lose sight with who we are. Um, and we're going to, we're going to go over that today because I really want you to stop and think about how you can find your identity again throughout all of the chaos, throughout all of the different stages of your life and throughout the seasons of change because you're still you. You're the person your partner fell in love with. You're the role model for your children. You're the person your parents helped to raise and helped to influence. You know, you're molded by society. You're molded by community. But deep down, how often do you show you? And that's really, really, really important. Um, some things about me, you've, you've heard me talk about, especially in last week's podcast, right? Where I was a little bit more back and forth and shift of priorities. Um, the shift of priorities, the desire for something stronger means you're stepping away from who you truly are. This weekend was completely different. And over the course of last week, there was a lot of thoughts and intentions as to what those changes look like to help reshift my priorities. And I'll be honest, I completely went from one side of the scale to the other. So the scale, again, would not have been even. But I have found a happy medium. I have found that balance in the scale. And it means scaling back in some areas so I can enjoy other areas that are important to me. And those are some of the things I'm going to share because doing more of what's important to you, not for anything else, not for your business, not for your kids, not for your husband, but doing things that are important to you will make you shine, will make your core sparkle and soar. And when you do things that are important to you, you give off a different radiation where people want to be around you because you are truly happy. And honestly, if that means watching TV on a Sunday for an hour or two, like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, if that's your way of downloading because you've worked and you've spent time with people, who cares? Because you're calm and you're happy and you're relaxed and people want to be around that kind of energy. Um, you also have time to give back to other people 
when you take time to take care of yourself. And you've heard over the years, everyone say, keep your cup full, fill your cup. Yes, of course it's important, but there's other ways besides self-care to fill your cup. One of the most important ways to fill your cup is to be true to you, where you're not wearing a mask, where you're not faking any part of your life. That's the only thing I can think of. You know, when you're genuine and true and that becomes transparent and people want more of that, they want that energy. Um, so that's what we're going to de- dig into a little bit deeper today is the want and desire of who you really are. And there's going to be some thinking. Um, of course, there always is. I always ask you to grab your pen and paper, but I just want you, the first thing I want you to think about is what are some of the things that you do that make you happy? Honestly. And just think about this. Like it can be simple. Does looking good make you happy? Does doing your hair and makeup and wearing a pretty dress make you happy? It does for me. I actually do my hair and makeup every day and it honestly doesn't take me much more than five minutes. Um, and I feel put together and on the days I wear a dress, I feel amazing. That's my feminine energy coming out. And that's exactly what I was needing in the last couple of weeks. I was spending too much time in work mode. I was spending too much time in doing for others. Um, but missing what was really important to me. So for instance, I like cooking. I love cooking when I'm not on a deadline. You've heard me say that. I like cooking and baking. I love being with the family and just being. Same thing with my friends. They elevate me and I just get to sit and chat with them. Well, yes, of course I'm wearing a little bit more dresses now because that's an easy fix, but you don't know how good I feel in dresses, how it makes me feel like a lady and it makes me feel pretty and then it makes me smile. So plus... I like the way the silhouette looks for myself, right? So that's what I mean by fill your cup. Is it as simple as wearing something that makes you feel good? And it very well could be. But you might not even know what colors make you feel good because you've never paid attention to it. I don't know. I don't know where you're at. But what I am going to share with you are some of the things I've done differently this weekend And some of the things that make me feel really good, because when I feel good, others feel good around me and they want to share their time with me. But more importantly, they want to lean in and find out what I'm doing and how I am beaming and why I am beaming. So those are some of the topics today. And it could be as simple as when you go grocery shopping, buying and using your favorite coffee. There's an espresso that I love and I look forward to drinking it every single day. And sometimes on the weekends, I'll put a little Cool Whip or some cinnamon on top and make it really fancy. But how simple is that, right? It seems expensive at the time. It's $8 if it's not on sale for a container of my favorite coffee. But it lasts me two or three weeks where that $8 could easily be spent once at Starbucks. And that's how I want you to think about things. It might seem like a bigger shift now, but how much happiness and joy is it going to give you to have a sip of that coffee every single day and to start your morning with a little bit of magic because it tastes so good. And there's a whole mindset piece that goes with it. So looking good, feeling good. It's not going through the actions, my friends. It's about living the true goodness. So let's think about a few things. 
What does your dream life look like? And I'm actually working on this, just so you know. Um, I'm working on a complete program. It's not called your dream life, um, but it does reflect your dream life. And it's about making your vision boards come into action. And let's talk about what is your dream life. Your dream life is a collection of things that matter to you. And that's why we use vision boards, right? Um, It's certainly a creative outlet in some cases. It can be digital, um, but it's a very powerful tool. So as I'm sitting here talking to you in my home office, I have motivational posts on my wall that I look at daily. Reminders of my personal goals, my sense of accomplishments, things I want to work towards. And behind me, I have vision boards. I have my race bibs up on a wall. I have my medals. I have part of the past behind me, which is ironic because it is behind me and my future is in front of me. But behind me on the walls, I have vision boards. I have my racing bibs. I have pictures that I have painted. I have my racing medals. And I have a lot of books (laughs) because... That is part of what's made me who I am today. And when I look in front of me, these are some of the things I still need help and want to accomplish. These are some of the ways I want to live my dream life. So living your dream life is a way to search out your authentic desires that will bring change. Let's make it simple. If wearing a dress makes you smile, wear a dress. Fill up your closet with dresses. If listening to your favorite radio station in the morning makes you laugh and sing before you start your day, do that. These are ways that you can create your dream life authentically. Um, When it comes to taking action to create your dream life, think about the clarity and how you want to attract the things. You don't need to know what it is or how it's going to happen, but you need to know what you want to attract. So if you're looking for lightness, if you're looking for happiness, what are some of the things that mean happiness to you? And and you might not know this yet, right? Okay, a little bit more. When it comes to creating your dream life, when it comes to stepping into you, into being who you are, sometimes we just don't know where to start. We want to awaken our magic, but we're used to being our daughter's mother or our son's dad or our parents' child. We're used to already being a role. And perhaps it's been a long time since you've actually thought about who you are and what what identifies you. So think about a couple things today. The way people treat you and the opportunities that come out of that are a result of your attitude, your energy, and love. So are people around you because they want to be around you? Are they around you because of your energy? Are they around you because you're just you? Or are they around you for different reasons because they have to be? What gifts can you offer the world? I know my gifts. Sharing my story, talking to people, I've found my gifts, but I spent many years wondering when I was going to be good enough. Not at this, but at anything, because I was so close, but I wasn't good enough in my mind, right? But we're always striving to achieve, achieve more. Sometimes we set the bar too high, but worse, worse than that, sometimes that bar moves. And when that bar moves further and further away from us, nothing will make us happy. We need to successfully reach those goals. We 
we can't reach those goals though if we don't know who they what they are. So that's where it comes to creating your dream life for who you are right now. We've gone through a lot of shifts this year. We've gone through a lot of changes this year. And some of the changes have made us step back with our true identity. Some of the changes for some people, and I love it when I hear this, have made us realize exactly what is important in our lives. That family trumps everything else. That who we spend our time with, we become. Right? We are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. So, if you're spending too much time by yourself, you might want to think about that. If you're spending too much time with the wrong people, you might want to think about that. Staying at home and experiencing the COVID experience has definitely helped people evaluate their finances, but has it helped them prepared for the rest of their lives? So my perspective on this is when it comes to money, we are all working towards having a financially prepared future. One way or another, we're aware, right? Whether there's anything we do about it right now, we are aware of what to do for our future financially that we need to save and plan right? Sometimes we have the ability to do so and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're stuck in an uphill battle and in some cases we have the money already saved and we're fine, right? But we have all of those mountains in life that we need to face and to go over. So sometimes things change or other priorities trump that big picture. You, you get in survival mode, which is where a lot of people got to when it came to COVID this year. Survival mode, you've realized that you have the money or you don't have the money. You have extra or you don't have extra. Or you're scraping to get by. Or you've got all of your eggs in one basket with your employer. It doesn't matter what it looks like to you, right? But you've had a chance to reevaluate re and take a look at things from a different perspective. I'm going to challenge you on something. Think about this because this goes back to defining who you are. We financially prepare for the future and we know that there's a need to, but how many of us emotionally, mentally, and creatively plan for our future? We don't. We don't. The one thing that happened to COVID for a lot of people is they gained weight. They got emotionally stuck because of the fear and the unknown. Well, every day is an unknown. Let's be honest. If this was a bigger vast of unknown and we were influenced by other people's decisions and by our restrictions which is fine. We respected, in most cases, everybody respected the boundaries. Not everybody, of course, there's always, always exceptions. But my point is a lot of people chose to watch TV. A lot of people spent time with their families. A lot of people did personal development. I'm not sure where you fell into any of these. I've heard some people joined a lot of side hustles in order to get their business going and to find a different source of income. But, but, let me ask you, emotionally, creativity, 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 <laughs> I said that wrong. How do you plan for your future? Do you know who you are? When you're done raising kids and you become an empty nester, what's next for you? Any idea what your hobbies are? Any ideas where you want to spend your time? Because your partner is going to be in the same boat if you have a partner. If you're lucky enough to have a loving partner when you become an empty nester, that is amazing because you're going through the journey together. I did not go through this journey. I was a borderline empty nester four years ago in my early 40s. 
I had my youngest daughter living with me at home. And most of you have heard me share this where she had play practice in her after school job. And I had my fitness classes. We never saw each other at all. So maybe on the weekends, maybe there were notes. I would typically drive her to school. My 10 minutes driving her to school was sometimes the only time I would see her every day during the week. Just the way our schedules felt. And I know I'm not the only one in this boat. But I was a little bit lost. I was no longer cooking dinners. That sense of purpose was gone just because she wasn't home. And I was just making something for myself. And I just wasn't doing that as often with timing on my classes. And I would grab something quick or... It would look different. That's my whole point is it would look different. Um, I no longer had the kids to drive around. She was my youngest. She was driving places herself. I no longer had to teach them driver's ed. You know, I no longer had to help with this or help with that or even do the laundry anymore because she was hurt. She was doing her own and it was just me. And even spending my time on the weekends with my kids, they weren't around. So everything shifted suddenly for me when I moved back to St. Thomas. and. I had to go through that shift by myself. Sure, I had made new friendships, of course. And sure, I was trying to date a little bit. But those situations at that time done differently would have meant that they were filling a void. I need to fill my own voids in life. When you fill your own voids in life, whether they're financial or they're creative or they're identifying what you want to do that lights you up. When you do that, you become self-sufficient and then your partner becomes a value add to your life, not a crutch. You don't turn to them for every single thing that you want to do with them or in conjunction with them. And we fall into that trap when we are in a newer relationship, right? We want to do everything with our partner, but then we lose sight of our friends or then we lose sight of what makes us happy. And in many people living today, many moms, many dads, I don't even know if you know what makes you happy. What lights you up? Who are you? If I were to say, describe Elizabeth to me, if there's an Elizabeth listening to this, Elizabeth, describe to me who you are. Use words, colorful words to describe who you are. Not just what you do. Could you do that? Could you all do that exercise? Could you describe who you are? The qualities that you have without describing what you do. Interesting. Interesting. So when it comes to identifying who you are, there are a couple things I want you to think about. And this is really important for the fact that I said that there are three different stages in your life that we go through this. A lot of parents go through this the very first time when they first have a baby and their life suddenly changes. And then you fast forward four years or two years and that baby either goes to school first or you're forced to go to work first. And that separation from the child, especially if you've been lucky enough to be at home or if it's worked for you. Um, but either way, when you start going back to work, you miss the child. You miss what you got used to. All of that shift is changed. And then your focus is work and coming home to take care of the baby. You don't know who you are anymore. After 14 years of that, you don't know who you are anymore. You know that you're a mom. Okay. But there are pockets in, of moments tr during that process, those 14 years where you're going to have things that you want to do or that things are going to be quiet and you're not going to know what to do with yourself. So pay attention to what I'm about to share. I'm going to go over two more scenarios first, and then I'm going to go deep into some things I want you to think about to become who you are. 
So again, the purpose of today's podcast is to be you. Know what makes you tick. Know what your goals are. Know what you're working towards in your life. Know what makes you happy. Is it a dress? Is it music? Is it flowers on your desk? Is it affirmations? So you have something to work towards. What else is it besides financial goals that you can do to set yourself up for the future? What little things can you look forward to? So the second stage of life, I already had an expanded conversation on when I chatted about becoming an empty nester, right? That is a pivotal change in your life where suddenly everything has shifted and it's honestly, now what? Now what do I do with my life? What opportunities lie ahead? How do I fill my downtime? You don't even know what to do at all. And it affects everything from your chores to your daily routine, right? I just got through sharing that I really didn't even have anybody to cook for anymore. Wow. Like I was suddenly having breakfast by myself and suddenly making dinners for one. And that was a huge eye opener going from a family of four. And prior to that, a bigger family, um, like when we were, when I was in my relationship, you know, we were a family of five, but definitely for years, I was a family of four with the kids and I, and to go from four to nothing very quickly, it was like, wow. And it feels quick. I'm just saying it feels really, really quick. The third part of our life is retirement. You no longer have that satisfaction of working and having a sense of purpose and having that routine every single day and that reason for getting up and going. When you get into retirement, you are financially prepared. Yes, or you wouldn't have made that choice. But a lot of people, and I've had many conversations, they don't know what to do with themselves. They didn't add the thoughts or the consideration of planning of how to fill their time. And that's the same thing that we all just experienced during COVID, right? We didn't really know how to fill our time. We figured it out. Yes. And then there was changes and more shifts and more adaptation that we had to go through. We did figure it out for the most part, but are we implementing those things, those changes, or are they on hold until the next time something big happens to us? Can we add some of those changes in our day to day? So when it comes to retirement, I know a lot of people, my dad, for instance, fills his life with golf and friendships because he's talking to people, other men on the golf course. My mom is spending a lot of time with her great grandson, my daughter's son, um, which is beautiful because it's giving her a sense of purpose, but that sense of purpose is going right back. Sorry, the dogs are barking and I don't, I don't want to stop it. That sense of purpose that my mom is doing by being around and changing and feeding and helping to take care of and making meals is going back to the nurturing is going back to raising a family is going back to the only thing she knows. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if Megan and Hudson are not around or my mom is tired, she doesn't know what else to do to fill her time as much crafts and hobbies and all of that. Take a second fiddle. And some people don't even know what that is. So those are the three main stages of life. Those are the three main areas that I really do a lot of work with people. Helping you continue to find your identity as you're going through shifts in life, but helping you be you. And it can be as simple as bringing flowers into your home office or lighting a candle while you're doing a mundane job, right? It lights you up to look at that flame. It's bringing a bit of campfire in to your natural, your unnatural space little tips, little tricks can make a big difference. So got your pen and paper ready? You know, I say this every single time when it comes to discovering who you are, we're going to go over a couple of questions. 
Let your imagination drive you. Okay, daydream. Give yourself permission to daydream and stare out in space. Be creative. Think of what you did as a child that brought you joy. And I know things have changed, but what brought you joy as a child? Was it honestly just playing with friends? Was it swimming in the pool? Was it playing Barbies and action figures and things like that? Like I'm, I'm stretching here, but what were some of the things that brought joy to you as a child that you like to do? Was it camping with your family? Okay. You can camp forever, my friends, with or without your kids. Did you go skiing at all as a kid? Did you like to go on nature walks as a child? Think of the things that brought out your inner child when you were younger, the things that you liked to do. Meditate. Let your imagination run wild. Okay, you're really going to think about some of these pointers. Now, when it comes to creating your dream life, you want to use different things like affirmations. You want to use things like candles or essential oils to bring out the other senses. When I say the other senses, I mean your sight, which is what the candle does to me. The smells, which is what essential oils bring into play for me. Sound is normally music that energizes me. So those are just, and sometimes an emotion will be triggered by a song on the radio. Actually, a lot of times it happens, right? When you're singing and laughing and maybe even dancing, you're in the moment. So these are why these are all good things. When you're staring at a candle or at a campfire, you're typically daydreaming. When you're daydreaming, you're trying to get to the root, the root thought. All of these are good. All of these are good. So what we're going to do is we're going to jot down some of the things that were in your inner child. And you're going to really think about what you liked about those things. Okay. And when it comes to creating your dream life, what matters of those things that you can apply to your future self? Act as if you already have it. Take small steps. And these are what the goals are about. The small steps, the goal is to be who you are. Okay. Small steps day in and day out equal massive action is a great path to success. It will help you awaken your magic. This is what the habit tracker is for. When it comes to manifesting, we don't manifest what we want. We manifest who we are. Okay. If you want to be an easygoing, fun-loving person, manifest that. What does that look like to you? If you want to live a life with $10,000 a month coming into you, what does that look like to you? What does that life give you? Think about it. Let yourself daydream and go there. Write down the notes. If you're living a $10,000 a month life, where's your debt at? Where's your creativity at? Where's your, where's your time at? What are you doing? You know you're not going to keep that if you stay fully in max masculine energy. You might hit it once, but you need to stay in the flow in order to keep that coming in. If you want more of a conversation about masculine and feminine energy, just let me know. I'd love to help you out with it. But we're going back to taking action to become who you really are. Take action every single day towards your dreams. And I know at this point, we don't know what your dreams are, right? And this is where we do vision boards. This is where I'm working on that new workshop piece. Um, but think about some of the action you can take now to live your best life, to understand what your true identity is and what motivates you. Is it messy, inspired action? 
Is it things that make you face your fears? How can you remove those blocks that are standing in your way? And is it time blocks? Is it financial blocks? Is it the blocks of unknown? Not knowing where to start. Not knowing if you should start. You just know that you want to change. You just know that you don't even know if you're living your best life because you're not smiling. You're going through the motions, right? But we want the energy. We want the laughter. We want to know that you are being. So you were not achieving perfection here. We are looking at becoming a better version of ourselves every single day as we're reaching towards our dream life, as we're reaching towards being you. I work on this every single day and it's different every single day. Some things are similar, you know, my journaling, my affirmation cards, staring at my, at my wall, my, uh, my goal wall that I put together here. Those things are important to me. These are things I think about every single day as I'm working away, but there are action steps I take on the daily to help bring me closer and closer to those goals. There are some, some things I've realized that bring flow into my life that make me really happy despite what I'm doing. We've talked about this at the beginning, right? Honestly, when I make that coffee that I love so much, I'm not even a big coffee drinker. Like I spent most of my years not drinking coffee, but I found something that brings me into a moment. And that's what I want for you. When I wear dresses, despite the fact that I work from home, which I absolutely love to do because I've created my space the way I want it. Um, I feel feminine. I feel good. I feel amazing. And I want you to all experience that amazing feeling, no matter, no matter what it is. So if it means wearing a shirt out of your closet that makes you smile because it's your favorite color, or if it's wearing undergarments that are bright red um, because they make you feel good, why not? Right? When you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you're stepping closer and closer into your dream life because you're vibrating higher. When you're vibrating higher, you are you. And that's what we're working towards today is being you. Okay. My friends, I promise not to keep you too, too long. You know, I'm here to help you on your journey every step of the way. Um, I do podcasts weekly. I do newsletters daily, Monday to Friday. I am on YouTube with all of my daily lives that I do as well. But more importantly, just reach out. I can help you um, privately with any of this. We can help you set up your, your dream life, especially if you don't know where to start. Okay. Have yourself a fantastic week, my friends. Know that everything that you're listening to today is here to help you awaken your magic and helping you with inspiration because you are strong. You are hopeful. You are amazing. You are happy. You are blessed. You are thankful. But most importantly, you are you. And you being you makes you fearless. So wake up, hustle, repeat, do it every single day. And be the best you you can be today. Inspire yourself. Have a fantastic day, my friends.